believe in who you are and that you're valuable, that you're precious, you're worth the best. Do not go for second best. We're here with Sonia Wood from NewDreamsForLife.com. And if you're the kind of person that is feel like you're stuck in a tunnel, you're unsure how to proceed, you're ready to dream again, and you want to talk to someone who is going to share about her enthusiastic, positive, strong, and courageous ideas, mindset, lifestyle. If you need help overcoming injustice, betrayal, loss, and breakdowns of any kind, then this is exactly the place where you want to be because we're going to be talking about all these things and more. I've always been someone um, positive or at least trying to attempt to be most looking at the bright side of life and yeah I, I love living life to the full i love adrenaline and having a lot of yeah making good times i love people i love god and yeah so i, I just want to embrace life with everything pretty much that i have I think that's where we all want to be, right? Who, who wants? Who is looking forward to having uh, a, a sad, depressing, lonely life? We all want to have fun and be fulfilled and be satisfied. Do you think, is there something that you have that others don't? Do you think, is there something special about the way that you think or the way that you act that we all should pay attention to? Look, there's a lot of amazing people out there, right? And But I always feel... That's what inspires me about others. When you can turn situations that that you look, you can see the bad, but then looking at what can you learn from a situation, what can turn things around to make it good, make it positive, and I think that's what I am trying to see in situations that can look like the dark tunnel, and but that there is a light at the end that you can see. What can you learn in the season? If you're looking at at the seasons in the natural, we have four seasons. And in winter or in, in autumn, we might think it's it's all dark and it's empty and the leaves fall off, but it's actually a time where we, where we sow seeds as well. And in that time, we don't see on the top anything what's going on. But in spring, when the time is right, then um, new life starts. So it actually takes the breaking down of a seed for new life to happen. And I think that's where I, yeah, that's, that's what my area is where I like to turn things around and look at what can we learn in situations? What is the positive? How can we turn it around to make it something good and something that, um, yeah, brings us further and not we're getting stuck in the dark? I, I like that a lot. And it makes me think that I think we all need to give ourselves more credit for how far we've come and what we've accomplished. And I think we've all been there as far as uh, having those transferable skills, right? Like we, we had this career and we picked up some skills that we didn't think we'd use again and we used them again and again, or maybe in relationships or in our personal life. We made that mistake and we said, I won't do that again. Or last time I, I took this path, now I'll have the chance to do this other path. And I think that's important to keep in mind and, and take notice of that we're just, we're given these opportunities again and again, and we we draw on some past experience from five, 10, 15 years ago, and we don't even realize it. And many times uh, learning just that that weird off the wall skill or solving that weird random problem. Later on, years later, we just were able to do it really easily. Remember how how hard it was to tie our shoes when we were little kids? And, and now we just do it while doing 15 other things. And, and then so many times you say we, we plant the seeds 
uh, and we're we're doing the work when we're not seeing the payoff, and then there's the lag time later on where it, it does pay off. And so since we're here on a podcast, we're having a chat conversation. It's fun to go into like the long form. So do you have a, a story or something fun along those lines to hammer the home the point home with us? Do you have a story to share with us about some kind of like struggle you went through, something personal that shows us how you can turn things around as far as your mindset? The biggest, one of the biggest stories in my life is probably what I wrote in the book about the marriage breakdown, where it has been, it was always a childhood dream to, to be married and to have kids. And then when I suddenly found myself in that breaking down, which was unexpected for me, which it was shuddering and heartbreaking and painful. And I found myself being by myself and even though I had amazing friends around me but I don't think anyone really knows what really is going on when you're left with two little kids by yourself and yeah but for me that was the time where I had to dig in as well cheat deeper and for me it was the, the letting go of I couldn't control certain things but I had to for me it was trusting in God that he was going to get me through this and that I needed his help and leaning on him and that in, in the Bible it says that he has a future for us and that he has a plan for us and I wanted to hold on to that promise that my life's not over and yeah so how I came out of this it, it was literally just taking every day as it came and also accepting some help from outside, from counseling, to walk through the pain and to even ad to admit as well that you're feeling hurt and painful, not just brushing over it, but to allow yourself to even feel that pain, cry and slowly heal from the bottom. For, for me, I always have that picture of an ugly wound, a cut. And if you just put a band that over the top and pretend everything is fine, then eventually it gets, you might look okay for a little bit, but then it's pussy and it gets infected. But if you clean it out and then slowly the, the, the skin can grow back together healthy. And so for me, I was in a little bit in that situation where some ugly stuff might have to come out and eventually it can, you can heal and forgive, even though it's hard because you don't feel like forgiving. But for me, it was a decision that I know because Jesus has forgiven me that I need to forgive for whatever had happened um, so that I can heal. So, so I'm not going to be bondaged and be in a prison of anger or feeling like I need to take revenge, getting all bitter. But it was a choice. To, I want to get better. I want to be on the path to get better. And so walking through this season and I'm looking at what do I do now? Not all oh, like life is over, but where is a pathway now for me that there, there is always something out there and yeah as well then starting to dream again what do I want to do now I can't go back to the past but what is there something new for me and yeah so that was a bit my journey of life and I think that's really helpful and as you were explaining those things what was coming what was forming in my mind is like you mentioned this whole idea of a path right and where you are now is what you've experienced what you've been thrown into. And at some point along that path is feeling better and not 
things not being back the way they were, but you having healed and exploring the the new opportunity. And it seems so in in between that, that middle space is the difficulty, right? Where the starting point is you were hit with uh, in your case, your your marriage falling apart and having to raise your kids. And then the, the end of that path is the, the acceptance and feeling okay. And so it seems like in between that time, you're telling us that it's important to actually let yourself feel, to experience things one day at a time, and then uh, re-examine your situation, let God take care of it, accept help from others, and then just get to that point of healing and of coming out the other side, feeling a, a lot better and having grown and changed and transformed and being ready for the next thing. And so that the whole idea of letting go, it's really tricky, isn't it? Because it's easy enough to say, oh, okay, there's these things in my life that happened to me that I can control. And maybe that means I can change things. But there's a heck of a lot of things that we just have no control over. And it's easy to say, oh, just let go of it. But it's, it seems really difficult. So do you, do you have any insights or secrets as far as the letting go aspect of it? it's a big battle (laughs) for me it was a big battle to let go it was again it was almost like a daily thing of getting up and it was like this this within the the, within me the fight of the mind and the heart and the chance to it's like making a decision to I have to let go and I give it over to you, God, and I trust you. And then as the same, like the forgiveness was the same thing, just like it's an over and over a thing that I had to do. It's not, oh, once I've forgiven, it's all gone. No, someone says things coming back up and you have to go, no, I've chose to forgive. I forgive and I let go. And even sometimes a physical thing, like taking a deep breath in and breathing out again, just to release a little bit of those emotions. And yeah, just talking again through it, talking with a friend about it helps as well, or that helped me. Going for walks, doing things that you enjoy and and try to refocus on your thoughts because our thoughts have so much power and not to go around in circles of the bad stuff. And the Bible tells us we should meditate on his word and we are good at meditating on bad things. And someone can say one bad thing and we can think about it for days, but then there's 10 people who say something positive and we can just forget it within a few seconds. And I think it's like training our, our mind in that as well to focus on the good and meditate on the good and to think of positive outcomes and not just what could be and not worry, because that's another thing that, that sort of goes hand in hand with the co- you want to control and then you feel like you, you're losing control and then you start to get maybe anxious about what could happen and things that might never ever happen and so you're starting to waste a lot of time and for me it was a lot of times even speaking it out loud and saying no I'm not allowing this I choose to believe I choose to have faith and I believe God is with me he's for me I let go of these things and there are good things ahead and speaking out promises that the Bible tells me. I like all of that. Some good insights there. And so what comes to mind is that it's helpful to sort out the thoughts and say, okay, are these, am I going crazy on the what ifs? Am I thinking about all these things that will never even happen? And then also, are my thoughts going into the detour of the cyclical thoughts? Am I, am I ruminating? Is it always just on the, the same repeat patterns? And that's something to also sort out. And what we really want to get to is the positivity and you're visiting something that's 
interesting to think about because we've all heard that concept of our brains love negativity, right? We, we go towards negativity. If something's dangerous, scary, bad, that's what we pay the most attention to because back in the, the caveman days, if the tiger jumped out of the bushes, that's what to pay attention to. But then in these modern enlightened times, we want to be more positive. And so the way that you describe it, what comes to mind is that so because our brains like automatically amplify the negative that's built in, it is so important to find a way to reduce the negative and to amplify the positive. And everyone says, focus on the good and don't focus on the bad. But, but just the way you explained it is, okay, so in order to, if I can enlarge the positive things and look for the positive and then slightly decrease the negative, it might just actually balance out. Right, it won't even be a, a an abundance of positivity, but just to be normal and some, somewhat balanced to overcome that brain's programming, we really owe it to ourselves to look for those positive things, appreciate the positive things, and just make a mental note because that caveman brain just wants to throw out that information. And we should say, let's hang on to that because that way we can feel better about ourselves. And so you're all about seeing this better perspective and turning the bad into the good. So after this really bad situation you found yourself in, stressed out, not sure what to do, uh, when you came out of it, what did you uh, accomplish? How did your thinking change and how did your actions change? And other ways for me as well, where what helped me was listening to a lot of different uplifting sermons as well and spending time with positive friends who were encouraging me as well to to grow and yeah so I guess through throughout that I just like in a way I probably also learned empathy for others who go through similar things or even different but just knowing that everyone has a journey and seeing that even the time was very dark and lonely for a period of time but that there is something better out there and that even if I was to encounter something maybe in a similar way again that I can know that I've got what I've gone through already for me it's like the Psalm 23 goes through the valley of the shadow of death but it's not death it's just the shadow and so there God says he will bring you out onto green pastures and he makes me lie down and I can rest and trust that he will provide and that's what I've seen I've seen provision in many ways and I've seen how God has carried me through this I've seen how he's opened up opportunities and doors in my life for new things which has been amazing and yeah just just knowing that you feel in a way also stronger when you know that you've gone through stuff you've encountered things and I've learned and uh, maybe also certain boundaries certain things where I might have allowed in the past and today I'm not allowing anymore because I have gotten to know myself better I, and I can maybe see of my mistakes that I've done that I've made in the past that today I'm like no I this I have learned from the past that this is not going to happen again and yeah so I think that's you grow and you become stronger through adversity that you go through I love that you're saying that there's it's important to know the difference between actual death and the shadow of death and it, it feels like there's so many things are the end there's that grieving process there's the the fear of where will I go from here and all that uncertainty but a lot of it is our brains playing tricks on us you're saying and then also you said some somewhere in there about 
how important it is to have friends. And I think you and I have gone through the times when you go through something bad in life and you find out who your real friends are, right? Or you're going through some kind of personal or family problem and you rely on your friends for help. And some of them don't even, it's like you're allergic. It's like they don't want to catch the bad luck that you've gotten. And so sometimes it there's so many positives that you're bringing to light here, right? Knowing about boundaries, knowing who your real friends are, knowing how to react better in all these situations. There's many positives that we don't immediately see when these bad sorts of things happen. And you also mentioned in there that some doors and opportunities opened up. So do you feel like sharing about some of these uh, positive opportunities that have happened for you uh, recently? Um. Even just for me, I think one thing was you start to open up your eyes a little bit in different ways. And even just to write this book was something I had never, or it's just a few pages, but I've never even thought that I would do anything like that. And just to share that and then share with other people to hear their stories and to be able to walk a little bit of that journey with them in being there for them. I've seen that in where I can encourage them, where I can be by their side, where I can, I, I'm, I might be that friend to to pick up the phone or, or, or go for coffee and listen and hear and, or just be there when they need to pour out or cry. Or for me, that has been, yeah, I don't take this for granted to be able to be also there and help others. Yeah. And, and even to as I said, like to have this opportunity to write this little booklet and to be on here. And yeah, it's been great. And and you're great. And you have lots of great information. And that book with Pat Masidi that you have a chapter in is called Adapt and Overcome. And the idea here is that people hear a little bit about your story and your insights, and then they want to know more about you. So where is the next step here? Do you want someone to uh, visit your website? Do you want someone to contact you? If someone says, this so far has been helpful as far as these kind of tips and tricks to overcome these adversities, but I want to keep the conversation going. I want to contact Sonia and discuss with her more about all this. What's the next step? What should someone do? Yeah, the best way is to go on the webpage and then um, I've got a calendar to, to book in and we can have a chat. I'd love to hear from you or everyone who wants to contact me and see yeah how I can assist or be of help and that is newdreamsforlife.com correct fantastic and so now that we're wrapping up winding down our conversation here this is my favorite part I like to put my guests on the spot a little bit and it's a little bit scary I like to ask we all think about what we could have done differently or we think about what advice would I have liked to have gotten 20 years ago or what if I could go 20 years ago now and tell my 20 years ago self some kind of helpful pieces of advice has anything come to mind along those lines as far as helpful advice you wish you'd gotten 20 years ago definitely put me on the spot there <laughs> yeah that's fun yeah yeah to really believe in who you are and that you're valuable that you're that you're precious that you're worth the best and yeah do not go for second best fantastic i love it 
Believe in yourself, believe in who you are, you're valuable, you're the best, you're not second best, and you're a precious person. And you out there in podcast land, if you're ready to dream again and uncover that precious person that you know you are, accomplish your goals, be happy, overcome whatever adversities, we all have sorts of problems. And the worst thing you can do is try to solve it yourself. The worst thing you could do is act the same old way you've always acted. You need some new information. You need to look into those Bible verses, those sermons, those helpful people in your support system, and whatever advice that you can find, because it just sometimes takes one idea, one sentence, one quick video, and then you th say, oh, I'm thinking differently now, and I'll take some different action, maybe bust myself out of the loop. So to get yourself busted out of the loop, go to newdreamsforlife.com, and you go right there, and you'll immediately see a calendar where you can schedule a time slot with Sonia and just have a chat, have a conversation. She said that she's a helpful, giving person, and she'd like to see how she can help you. And it sometimes just helps to get your problems explained to someone else. And many times it helps you just to make sense and categorize and organize and get some perspective. So to get that perspective, go to newdreamsforlife.com. And as we close up our call here, Sonia, is there anything that you think we left out or anything you feel like we need to fit in our conversation at the very end? think you've done very well in covering a lot of different questions okay and you've done very well in answering those questions and so to give this conversation going and to have this conversation get your help visit sonia wood at newdreamsforlife.com and we will see you there <laughs>